Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now it's time for Boot Club on Late Lunch. And, of course, there's one name synonymous with Late Lunch Boot Club. It's Margaret Madden. Hello, Margaret. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Now there's a tie. This is the first time in the history of Boot Club and Late Club there's a tie. It's a dead heat. The, the book of the month isn't just one book of the month now. It's two books of the month. First one we have is Donal Ryan's Strange Flowers. And the second one is Catherine Ryan Howard's The Nothing Man. Wow. Well, I can tell you that Catherine Ryan Howard has been with me recently on the show and I have read the book and it's a cracker, I want to say. Can we begin with Catherine's book and hear your views on it? Yeah, first of all, I I read this in in one sitting with just a small break for food because, you know, you need sustenance. It's one of those ones that you just can't put down. So it's basically, um, it's a book in a book nearly. Eve Black has written a story, um, she... uh, She's a survivor of um, an atrocity. A, a man broke in to the family home and murdered her mother, her father, and her seven-year-old sister when she was 12 years of age. She was hiding in, in the bathroom at the time. So she decides to write a story about this nothing man because there have been other mur- murders that he has done and he's never been caught, and it's 20 years later. So she thinks that by writing it, it might not only um, increase people's interest in, in who the man was and, and help try to find him, but also that the possibility that he might read it and kind of come out of hiding. Mm, which he does, and it does flush mm. him out, we have to say. I said this to Catherine, I don't think I've read it, um, many books within a book. You know what I'm saying? You'd know having yeah. read it what I'm getting at there. Yeah, absolutely. Book in a book, it, you know, it, might, it kind of makes it feel like you're reading... Um, you, you're reading this work of non-fiction, really. You know, mm. these true crime books and or you have all these documentaries on Netflix, that kind of feel. And you kind of feel like you're in the middle of the investigation, kind of an, an armchair detective, I think is what we call them now, um, where you're like, ooh, there's a bit of a clue. Maybe, I'll, maybe I, would, I would look at that. You know, this kind of thing. Yes. It, it's very interesting, but she does it so well that it's, 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 you don't even realise what, what's going on um, that, that you're mixing two books into one, really. And uh, again, uh, as you read it, it is, as you say there, it was a book that I read and really I had to, I couldn't read it like you in one sitting, but I certainly got through it very quickly in a number yeah. of settings. You, you just have to pick it up, don't you, and go at yeah. it again. 
you're like, just one more page, you know, or yeah. I'll, I'll just yeah. the next chapter, this kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And I was lucky enough on that day that my kids were self-sufficient and they were grand and I just <laughs> went straight through it. So this book really ticks all the boxes with you. You're happy to name it as your joint book of the month this month. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, and there's no spoilers to say you know who the killer is at the beginning. Yeah. But all the way through, you're like, is Eve going to figure out who it was? Absolutely. So that's uh, the first book recommended by Margaret in the category of Book of the Month. It's The Nothing Man by Catherine Ryan Howard. And I have to say as well, I can endorse what Margaret says. I read it and it's blooming brilliant. Now your second one. Second one is very different and it's Donal Ryan's latest and it's called Strange Flowers. Now this is um, set in kind of 1973 in Tipperary, rural Tipperary and um, the Gladney family. So you have Paddy, his wife Kit and their daughter Moll who walks out of the house in 1973 and disappears. Um, she gets on, on the, the local bus and isn't seen after that. And then it's five years later and she returns. Um, and she returns with, with baggage, per se. And basically, this is a very um, endearing, lyrical... Um, it's just fabulous look at family life in rural Ireland, at, at the prejudice at the time, um, religion, morality, expectations, acceptance, and most important all the way through this is just a thread of all-encompassing love. Mm. Um, I'm making a tent very arsy, am I, Jerry? No, 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 you're not, because just, just to give a little more detail, it is Moll, she was 20, she walked out and... Uh, apparently was gone forever but five years later that was in 1973 as you say the early 70s she comes mm. back she's been in London she's married she has a child I'm going to kill you you're not supposed to be fine. Oh no look you have to give them a little <laughs> bit of a tease I'm not going to give much more but that is, this is a fact and you know the, the, the baggage you talk about is the husband and child comes back with her and you can imagine well, yeah. in the 70s in, in a rural village in Tipperary trying to assimilate this man and child, as well as herself, who just walked away five years ago, back into the community. Yeah, and and you know, since we've gone that far into the story, we might as well throw it in now. The husband that she brings home, and remembering this is 1973, rural Ireland, is black. Yes. And um, it's the reaction of the community to him, um, to a mixed-race child, um, to him trying to assimilate into the community. He even picks up a hurl and starts playing hurl. And then <laughs> yes. It, it's, just, it's absolutely beautiful. Mm. There's a real thread of, of um, familial love, though, especially from a father to a son and, or to a grandchild. It's beautiful. Yes, and, and I have to remind people of this, that in uh, early 70s to mid-70s Ireland, to see a person with black skin was an, a real rarity. And in, in a part of the world like that, a bit different maybe up here where we have the hospital and uh, students coming and going from Africa yeah. a lot, you know. But yeah. in parts of Ireland, it was something to behold. And, you know, this man, Donald Ryan, he really has put together a wonderful uh, uh, book of its time and story of its time. Absolutely. And he ha- he does write in, in a colloquial way. So you are going to have the religious words thrown in mid-sentence and, um, you know, the, the rural language. It's just fabulous. He's my favourite writer, um, you know, of the past kind of five years. He's just unreal, unreal. He deserves every award going. Well, there you are. Strange Flowers by Donal Ryan is the joint book of the month, along with Catherine Ryan Howard's The Nothing Man, as selected by Margaret Madden. Now, let me tell you, folks, we always do a giveaway when Margaret's with us. And I 
don't have one, but I have two copies of The Nothing Man. I have two brand new hey. copies of The Nothing Man here and I want to give them away to listeners this afternoon. So we're going to test how good you are at on Will Cadigum Dullamock. You know that language that you use, the Irish language when you were at school. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. What is the Irish translation for The Nothing Man? If that book were published in Irish, there are three words would appear on the cover in Irish and the first one is on. I won't give you the other two. On something something. What is the Irish words for the nothing man? Get your answers to me now. You can WhatsApp or text your answer to 086 1800 658 with your name and details and you'll have a copy of the nothing man in your hand early next week and you can enjoy. Now you've picked one more for us this month and this is an intriguing pick if I may say. Tell them what you've selected and and again you're using your uh, audiobooks to uh, review yeah. this one. Yeah, I, I was saying as well last night um, on, on Twitter, it's been very difficult to concentrate on books, I find, over the past while. Um, and I was just, I put out there, um, has anybody else found that too? And yes, and there were, it, like me, they're coming back saying audio is their saviour. You know, you, you just put it on in the background or if you have earphones. And I chose My Name Is Why by Lem Sissay. And this yeah. book, again, is one that will resonate. It's written in a British context, but it'll certainly, Margaret, resonate in an Irish scenario as well. Absolutely. Now, Lem Sussay is a very successful poet, yeah. author, playwright, and he's, um, an, he's a really big high shot up in Manchester University. But he had a very difficult start in life. In 1967, his mother was an Ethiopian student in London, in Oxford, I think, and found herself pregnant. And um, at the time, she was put into a mother and baby home and the baby basically fostered out um, with the intention of it being adopted out. But she never knew that. She thought it was just being fostered out while she finished her studies. But anyway, Lem was put, taken away um, as, as a newborn and given to a, a, a white middle-class Baptist family. And um, the minute he walked through the door, they renamed him Norman for some very strange reason and they he was their first child and they went on to have three more but by the age of 12 they gave up on him and put him into a children's home mm. um, after something ridiculous he took biscuits out of a tin without asking permission or something so basically this boy was taken over by the state and for the following five years went through a series of homes where there were child, there were children in those homes that had been convicted of murder, and yes, he was—he had just taken a biscuit from a tin, and it's just basically his story and um, how he he came out of it, and he spent thirty-four years trying to get access to the official files, the official records of him being in care from Wigan Council, and how he eventually got them, and all the way through the book, he's reading it himself. By the way, he's a beautiful, beautiful voice. All the way through, he reads from these notes. So you get to read the social worker's notes as well. So it's a very, very interesting read. He was failed, as many were in this little state of ours, by the state, by the institutions, by the authorities who were put there to care for these children. Yeah, he was. And and I've seen him doing TED Talks and stuff. And he he said, like, children in care shouldn't be pitied. They should be embraced. They should be, they, people, they should be seen as stronger, you know. Um, and, you know, myself, that I've been, I've been fostering children over the years, so I found this one extremely harrowing. Mm. But um, he has turned into such an amazing man and has reconnected with his family since, you know. So yes. there, there is a light at the end of the tunnel.
Bob Marley was a bit of a a crutch for him or a, a help, if you might call it, through his yeah. his tough times. He was, and I mean, his his talent was spotted so early. He used to write poetry as a way, and you wouldn't think a child of foster care would be sitting there writing poetry, but it, it was his way of escaping. And it was spotted at a very young age, um, kind of 15, 16, that he had this immense talent. And it was just by pure fluke. And um, he went on to be such a successful man. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you recommend an audiobook. It's brilliant because it's, it's read by the man himself. Yes, and I, I took it out again on BorrowBox, which is the library site, so it's free. Um, I will return it today so somebody else can, um, can take it out. It's well worth getting. My name is Why. Lovely. Borrow box, folks. Uh, make sure we mention it here with Margaret before. It is a brilliant resource. I let you away there. Keep on reading and uh, oh, I really okay. appreciate your recommendations, Margaret, to us, uh, for us here on the show every month. Talk to you soon. Bye, Jerry. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Margaret Madden there bringing you her recommendations. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 